got to die. I got, I got to take him off of here. That's right. I got to take him off of here. There's only one, and that's me. You understand? Before I have fighting, you understand? It's supposed to think he good. It's supposed to think he whooped me. And I knew he can't whoop me up. Hey, boy, the nigga whole style is chump. You understand? When it comes to me, you understand? So let me get mine first. Then after I get mine, let me do what you want to do. Chronicles podcast. I got my boy Dre. Yes, sir. What's good, baby? Chilling. What's up with you? Listen, everything is Gucci. Pucci, I'm, I'm lit. I'm lit right now. I, I could tell. Let's do it. It's all good. Let's make some magic. Right. Hey, yo, how your week been? Tranquilo. What's everything up? Everything good? Triple C. Everything yo. Gucci. What's up, baby? Maintaining and chilling, bro. Maintaining. Listen. Gotta copy that, Jack. You heard? You know, maintaining the channel is going to be like about everywhere. Stickers, shirts, hats. That's what it is. Maintaining, maintaining it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And we Word. better not see nobody else with our stuff on. Yeah, don't cop it. Word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only get it from us. Right. You're going to have a couple gorillas coming at you. And not even that, you're going to get some lawyers coming at you because we get everything yeah. trademarked. You heard? You Word. Know what I'm we got them silver bag So lawyers. play if you want. We're going to come touch them pockets. Word. Professional. We can hit you in court or we can Word. hit you in the street. Boop, 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 boop. What we going to do? Silverback. Yes. Them lawyers, baby. Them lawyers. We got, we got some hogs now. Silverback. Right. If you listen to the last episode, they represent us. What's up? And they hungry. Yeah. yeah. But listen, yeah. world, what's up? It's your boys. We back. Episode 31. 31, you heard? Hey, 31. We moving. We moving. Yeah. Everything is... Uh, uh, listen, <laughs> listen, we bubbling. We just getting started. We just getting started. With no further ado, we're going to get right into it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen... If you haven't done so, please order, order your stop box. Stop box USA. Do they it. got a phenomenal new color. It's hot pink. About to get one for the wife. You know what I'm saying? I just purchased her a 23. And you Ooh. know it's Glock. Hello. 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 Too many, too many shooters in that house. I'm not going over listen, there. I, listen, there's there's nothing to talk about. You don't pay bills here. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> Mom. We putting that on a shirt, bro. No, early. Man. But yeah, world, listen, we love you. You know, it's your boys I in blue. Like that. Right. You don't, boo, pay, boo, boo, boo. you don't pay bills here. You shouldn't be here, baby. You know what I mean? But that's another situation. Anyway, anywho, Starbucks USA. Don't forget the discount code. All right? All caps. What is Silverback it? Podcast. Silverback Podcast, all caps. Get that 20% off. What is it again? Silverback podcast my father was paying attention right we just got to make sure we on there that's it you know what i'm saying because i want you to save some money and what, what what better what better way to do that than your boys in blue provide you a service you know what's crazy what's up our guest we'll talk about that later he ordered the box today today mm. he put the 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 what is it the combination lock cable cord with the podcast with the uh, podcast discount phenomenal what happened? Oh my goodness! And it's portable. You can take it anywhere. Anywhere you want. 
know what I'm saying? TSA approved. But listen, wow. Starbucks USA, we appreciate you. We're going to have a little chit-chat in a couple weeks so we can get further in detail with the business. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know? But uh, what else we got, Dre? On my end, I'm good to go. I love Triple everybody. Triple C, we good? I yeah, want to shout good. out. I want to shout out. Uh, you know, I'm going to shout out uh, Raul. Yonkers firefighter. That's my guy. That's our guy. That's my guy right there. He's a bash brother, and I love him. Yeah, love that guy. Funny as hell. But listen, I'm, I'm going. We're not going to cut through the chase. I'm a straight shooter. Let's do it. I'm going to introduce. This episode we, so hot, we got to get into it. Listen, we got a special, special, special guest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> listen, from that barrel. Which barrel? You heard? Which barrel? Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Do it again. Triple C. Right. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Where hip-hop was born. Where hip-hop was born. Big pun. You know what I'm saying? Biggie Smalls. You heard? But listen, this special guest is from New York. He's from our home base. And not only is he from New York, but he reps the blue as well. He's a supervisor. He's he's a supervisor in the NYPD. He's a sergeant. Ladies, he's got nothing but wealth, knowledge, experience, and I'm going to let Dre introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever been on your on your Instagram and you saw a handsome, handsome, tall sergeant say, I'm a supervisor. I don't write tickets. He's in the building tonight. He's here. That's the sound of the <laughs> yo, what's good, my people? Yo, yo, yo. Man, the building. It's an honor. It's an honor to say that. Not only that, is he a sergeant, but he's also my right hand man. Not only that, but I also have my left hand man right here. I got both hands, and then Triple C's my back. Boom. We in here. What's up? Tell him. God bless people. It's a pleasure to be here. Just uh it's a blessing to see uh where we came from to do what we're doing now. Like it's like words can't describe it, honestly. Like there's no way I could believe that we're doing what we're doing now. Sergeant Ra Ra in the building Sergeant from the Ra-Ra. NYPD. Wow. Every day in the NYPD, NYPD. Shout out to the NYPD. Absolutely. Shout out to the F D N Y. Yeah, fire department. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Shout out to uh, all of them, New York. Just God bless all responders, all first responders throughout the country. It's a it's a blessing to be here. Just uh, you know, being from New York, being here now. Who would have thought we would have been here? We could have been selling drugs. We could have been doing a lot of other things. Yeah, we, but uh, he'll tell you we used to gamble with our life. We used to gamble with our life. We used to run around. And when I tell you, but listen, before we even go there, tell him. So Rob, what's up, bro? I appreciate Tell you brother, coming. I'm chilling. He, he, he down in Maryland. Yes, sir. Mm. Crab Cake City. Oh, my God. The best. I, I don't crab cakes. I don't crab cakes. Oh, delicious. <laughs> With the Old Bay seasoning. I'm up in Hey, it's wow. not like it's not delicious. like back home when you got a no deli way. on the corner. No. You know what I mean? Let me yeah. get a bacon, egg, and cheese. With turkey. It's hey. a different level. It's Mayo and ketchup. <laughs> Ain't no chopped cheese down here. <laughs> no chopped cheese down here. Nah. No way. Word. No chopped cheese. It's different. No, sir. It's a different level out here. Word. But Rob, well, um, so where you from, bro? Born and raised. Born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, I mean, I lived there my whole life. Went to college in Albany. Oh, you, 
Shout out no, to you didn't. You played for the Great Danes? They didn't play. I went out there. Oh, my you know? God. You know Stony Brook and the Great Danes? That's rivalry. So. He, yes, played, he played basketball in high school, though. He was a, high, he was a basketball. That's not that good, though, but I was It don't matter. You ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, he was a basketball Boy. in the Bronx. They used to call him, like, the Spanish Chris Mullen. That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> Midpoint range is all point, huh? Not that good, but all right, I'll take it. I Three take point it. So good. you can lay it up every once in a blue moon. I take it. I know, take it. Man. Oh, it was an ugly layup, but that three pointer was so weak. <laughs> it, 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 it was wet. Wet. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> that three pointer was bigotcho. That's what's up. Toasty. So how was uh? I mean, so you know, what led you to law enforcement? Is it something that you always wanted to do when you grew up? I mean, uh, starting off, it was a little bit, but then as I got older, I'm like, eh, I don't know. But then uh, one of our cousins, a little older than us, then Dre and I became a cop, and you know, it made it a little easier for us to see that it was a it was a future for us as well. That's you dope. know, so uh, seeing him being about ten years older than than both of us. And growing up in the same neighborhood we did, you know, no one wanted, really wanted to be a cop. So, see him be a cop, we're like, you know what? We could probably do it to it if we want. You know, make a change. And that's basically what started everything off. That's dope. So, how much time you got on now? I had 12 and a half years, man. 12 and a half? Ooh. Yes, sir. Which department again? Oh. I'm sorry? Which department? <laughs> NYPD, baby. Shout, shout, shout out your crew. Shout out Strongest in the game, baby. Shout out to the 3-2. Nice. Shout out. I don't want to say where I work now, but uh, shout out to Transit. Shout out to Housing. Shout out to everybody, baby. That's what's doing up. it big. Everyone's working hard. Not only here, but throughout the country. Like, it's a, it's a crazy time. So, God bless all the officers out there doing their thing, holding it down, not backing down from anybody. Right. Just doing what we gotta do to keep our family safe and keep it everyone else safe. I wanna I wanna That's shout out sure. your union. Your union backs you guys up. Um our union backs us up. We don't have the same push like you guys, but your union definitely protects you guys. And that's that's the staple to the rest of the country on how to police. That's dope. I agree, man. God bless our union. I don't want to say what union I'm part of, it, but uh, no, 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 you don't got to do all that. Just God bless them all, man. Everyone's doing their thing. Both everyone's unions, backing us up. And everyone's uh, you're doing what they have to do. I know the patrol officers have something, and the supervisors yes, have sir. something because yes, you sir. are a supervisor. Yes, I am. Man, that's dope. So, yo, how was the experience from being young to then? You know, because you know we all from the hood, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, how's your hood? The, the how's hood, your hood? The hood it, it builds character. So, how was that? Did you receive any any negative feedback? Just you, uh, you know what I mean, when you're going through a uh, from cadet to you know all police officer training, how was that experience? Just growing up, uh, even going through the police academy, I was a little worried in the neighborhood I grew up in. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, not sure how people would react to me being a cop. So, you know, I was a little, you know, I had to worry. I had to be a little careful where I walk and so, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, even going through the academy, as people approach me like, yo, you my man. I love you. So we don't like cops, but we love you. Mm. So... Just be careful and do your thing. So that right there just gave me the motivation to do what I need to do right now. That's but real, right but there. Describe that block. That block where you from? Describe it. I mean, you don't have to say no names. You don't got to do it. Yeah. But that block, like, how was it growing? It's crazy. Like growing up, where I, you know, it's crazy. Dre will tell you himself. Like everyone had a gun. Everybody. Mm -hmm. So people were ready to shoot off at the at at an instant. So. 
you know, me, I was all about playing ball. All I did was play ball. I wasn't really involved in that, but uh, I grew up with those people. So they always took care of me. If anyone tried to step to me, they took care of me. Told me, yo, don't mess with this dude. That's my man. So it's just like, it was It was a little, you know, I was a little worried. But, I mean, uh, growing up, they thought he was going to make it to the league. <laughs> So right. they, they thought he was the passage. They thought That's what's up. Nah, because he had a wet, wet three point. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> when I used to come through, when I used to come through, they ain't really paying much attention to me. I was like more the goon, but they protected him because. That's what's up. They thought he was gonna make it to the league. It was all love. It was all love. Always six feet tall and all that with a with a wet jump shot. <laughs> Not that you, you just can't get away from the wet, huh? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was to, I listen, listen. I was trying to let you. I was trying to let you live. He's let you off easy, bro. right? He, he, he you kept going on. You kept going on the most side, bro, man. Yeah, but it was like that. straight. When we grew up, shout out to Shakespeare University Avenue in the Bronx. It was crazy out there. Tough Every, times. Everybody man. they have a gun. Like everybody. 12, 13, yeah. 14 years old. I remember when uh may he rest in peace, you know what I'm talking about? Tyrone, yeah. Tyrone. May he rest in peace. He's the first one that showed us a gun and we were like, whoa. Say, yeah, same age as us. And he, he told me straight up, he's like, yo, I'm about this life. You're not. Like, just go back home and I'll take care he of said it. it. So we had a little beef. You yeah. do, you think you beefing? And he said, yo, I'm gonna take care of this. Yo, go back home. You're not you're not with this. He was the same age as us, and he was like on another level, man. Another and guess level. what? He's no longer with us, man. He rest in peace. Yep. Yeah. yeah. God bless his soul. It was crazy. Yep. It was crazy. It was crazy. Different I mean, you got your barbarians and wolves out there, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got and then you got your wolves that like us that know but how if to you, move. But if you see, if you born and raised around real ones and they don't want that life for you. And they're going to tell you, if they stare you straight, you know you're with a real one. Absolutely. Like, yo, you handle that business. Yep. When it comes to gangster shit in the street, this is what I do. This mm. is what I live by. But, but you, that's not you. But at the end of the day, we're like, we still G with it. Oh, of course we still G with it's it. But we, they were we, like on the other end of the extreme. We just professional about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody moved we, different. We Everybody don't got the same mental capacity we got to do this job mm. and do it rightfully. So when it's time to get dirty, that's come on, man. That's nothing. That's Calcul like calculations. That's you know what I mean. Get put in. That's a quick fix. That's like putting lotion on, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I already know what I'm doing. That I smell good doing it. You heard? Hello. You what? Hello. And you I what? smell good. Hello. Doing you it. smell good. Right. Now <laughs> 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 nah, that's dope. So you're 12 years on the job. So, I mean, what do you think about the job? 12 years in, you a supervisor. How is it? You know, to you. I love every second of it. I mean, like, my people ride for me. I ride for them. That's dope. You know, like... You got some good soldiers up under you? 100%. Like, I tell them, like, they... It's all about respect. If you have respect for each other, you have nothing to worry about. That's dope. You respect them, they respect you. You tell them to do something, they do it. Right. That's it. Some people, you gotta, you know, you gotta tangle back in line and... Redirect show them. them. the way, but at the end of the day, everyone's down for the same cause. That's dope. It's about helping people. That's what it's about. Uh, my question is, you a baller. What are some of the great ball players you played against in high school? I know y'all, because you're from New York, so I know you got some ill stories. Or something we can talk like. about I mean, the late great, to be honest, about the late played, great Vaughn Hunter. I played Division three, so I really didn't play. I don't know, but high school, I mean, that's still ball. Yeah, you nah, still ball, 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 ball
that era where we grew up, yeah. the late great man, he rest in peace, he just passed away, Von Hunter. He was Mr. NYC for like four years. And, and 98, I think it was, 99, yeah. Yeah, he got, he got a scholarship to go to the University of Texas. Mm -hmm. He's the only man that got banned from the University of Texas. Oh, wow. Because his shenanigans were stupid. I swear to he God. He was off the hook. I swear to God. Yo, H, <laughs> H, H, this was a man that I, I wish you met. That's dumb. Because had you met him, you would be like, oh, what? <laughs> and like our close friends that are listening to this, yep. they will be like, Vaughn Hunter was a complete animal. Mm. God bless him. May he rest in peace. He's the only man that I know that's been banned from the state of Texas. Oh, wow. That's what's up. And you know well, what? It's not what's up, but right. man, yeah. you know, and you know what's crazy? <laughs> Damn, he's six, right? he's six four, six five, uh -huh. two fifty. Never been scared a day in his life. Panamanian, handsome man, handsome man. Ray, rest in peace. He ended up, and I say now, huh? I I say now. What high school did he go to? Saint Raymond's. Saint Raymond's, baby. Right. Saint Raymond's in the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. Saint Raymond's um, for boys. True story, because this is one of our best friends. Mm -hmm. We were like that. He came back from the University of Texas. He's like, yo, what's up, Dre? I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo. And I'm like, yo, how's Texas? How's this? He's like, yo, I was fucking Ricky Williams' girl. Oh, wow. I said, who? <laughs> he said, Ricky Williams. The, the, running the back. famous running back from Texas. <laughs> I guess he really was giving her that longhorn, huh? He's, he's <laughs> Hello. My brother, yo, real legit. Anybody that played basketball in the Bronx knows Vaughn Hunter. Yo, this dude is a wild boy. Yeah. He's in there. Apparently, he's banging down. Wow. Ricky Williams, girl. I, I, I can say. Ricky Williams starts. I don't think that was a good thing. Listen. <laughs> Also, banging on the door. Also, said, oh, Ricky shows up. He shows up while he's doing the ground and pound. In college, they're in the dorm room. Nice. He said, "Yo, Dre, this is the first time in my life I've been scared." I believe it. I Listen, said, why Rick, were you scared? He Ricky's said, no little guy. He said, "The door, the metal door of the dorm room was banging." Remember when we saw the, the door was banging off the hinges. Wow. He said, "I had." He probably had his old line this with him. This is a six four. <laughs> Willie, this is six four, two hundred fifty pound man. Yeah. That could run like he said, yo, when Ricky Williams showed up, I had to get out of there. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had nothing on but socks. This was the type of dude, this is the type of guys we were like legit hanging out with. Yeah. St. Raymond's. Shout out to St. Raymond's. But um, yeah. May he rest in peace. He just passed away. Wow. Just passed away. God bless his young, soul. Young, 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 40, 41. Damn, that's too young. Where'd yeah. he pass away from? Uh, the, he's in the game, bro. Di they said diabetes. Whatever uh, it is, God, God bless him, man. God bless. It's unfortunate. I don't know, but he was a good. <sighs> wow. But, uh, moving forward, I mean, may he rest in peace. He said, "Well, I love you to death." I know he turned into a running back that night when Ricky got there, huh? <laughs> oh no, he ran. <laughs> hey, he even said he's like, "I got the fuck oh, out of here." I got out of there. You know what the problems, bro? I'm like. What do you mean? He's like, yo, it was Ricky Williams. He, he literally banged the door off the hinges. Absolutely. And when he saw the dog basically getting knocked off, the I hinges, gotta go. I got it. I gotta go. 
But this is a don't, man. Don't worry about letting it go, bro. Just no, get no, up man. out of there. He's a teenager, a young adult that's 6'4", 250. And he had to get out of there. But that's Ricky yeah. Williams. But that's Ricky Williams, like you yeah, said. Yo, seen that. Remember that story <laughs> where he told Remember he told us? Yo, Ricky was a specimen, bro. Yeah, this was Ricky Williams college, like when bro. Ricky Williams was in college in Texas. Come on, man. When Ricky Williams was running through people. Oh, yeah. He was like, I gotta get out of here. He did not say kick in the door. No, We're he, from the hood. We understand we're kicking the door. When you're <laughs> hitting a door and it's coming door. off the hinges. Yeah, that's different. And plus, in the college dorms, so them joints is big, strong doors, bro. Yeah, it's not no regular like scampy like stuff here. Yeah. Shout out to Ricky Williams. I'm sorry I ever brought this up. I'm sorry. Hey, so please come don't through. come back in my door. Come through. Because I live, I live in Wisconsin, so. <laughs> come through. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Or, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but like type of stuff, type, type, type stuff like that that we grew up with, for sure. Yeah. No, that's dope. Like tonight, people gonna hear a lot of like stuff we really grew up with. But this kid had a wet, wet jump shot. We still on like the, the wet block. thing again, huh? When I say wet, I mean like he had an official sh- jumper. <laughs> out of ten shots, his, his jumper was amazing. Pretty out much, out he, can, 10, he can shoot pretty well. A little bit. A little out of ten, he made eight. That's that's what's up from the three point. Just leave the wet out. I leave the wet out. Yeah, do, do, do me that I favor, mean, bro. The ladies like the wet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Right. Hola, mama chula. Hola, hola. Hello. Oh, no, but, man. You know, but um, he out of eight out of ten, he'll hit. So the kids, the real gangsters, half of them are dead. Comes with the territory. Yep. A lot of them are dead. Yep. A lot of them are in jail. Well, a little bit of them are in jail, but most of them are in debt. They respected him because they thought he was the key out of the hood because the way he could play basketball. And I'll let you tell the rest. I mean, it's not, I don't know what else to say. Just, <laughs> my fault. You know, I, stroke, just, I stroked the ego a little bit. Uh, a little bit. No, nah, but it was the truth, though. <laughs> I was okay. I wasn't like, uh, you know, Division three maybe. It's all good. It's all Don't good. matter, bro. No, no, bro. It's about, it's about getting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I didn't make is. the team. By any means necessary. <laughs> Facts. Well, I know you didn't make the team. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had too much AI in you, huh, big no, guy? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not for basketball. Right. This is all good. I play a little baseball. A little, you know what I'm saying? Right. Dre, stop. <laughs> Don't even go there either. Oh, you was just a high hair from the Bronx. That's it. <laughs> I had to hold back and pull back a right. lot of times. So that's all it was. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he said, "I play a little yeah, baseball." Yeah, I play softball, son. When I grew up, I played softball. You played kickball too, huh? I think yeah. we all did. Everyone knows this. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love dope. this podcast, and I love everybody that's listening to this podcast. Absolutely, thank yo, you. phenomenal intro, Rashid. Thank you, bro. I appreciate oh, you. God. Thanks for coming. Anytime. Fire. Triple C. Yo, <sighs> what we got? Blocks to badges. Jump in. Jump in. Blocks to badges. Blocks to badges. Do it like H. It's all good. This is up. from N Mayo. N Mayo five six one four seven. I want to shout out those Mayo brothers, man. They be in here heavy. Yeah. Shout out to them. 
Thank you for support. Thank you for everything you guys do. Please keep continuing the the, the listening and all that. Yo, we appreciate you. Our guys. Day ones, we promise y'all the merch. Day ones, coming, day ones. Yo. Hey yo, we got t shirts and order. hats coming to you guys very, 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 very soon. Listen, world, I know we've been saying it, but with this pandemic, we got a lot going on. Getting merchandise shipped here, trying to, you know, get the right people. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can hit, and we're not just trying to give you T-shirts that you could wear once and yep. throw. Oh, I got to throw it away because it's not fitting me right. We're trying to get some official apparel, so it's taking us time. You know, we new to this, but trust me, everything's everything's bubbling. Everything's everything's on its way. We just timing is everything, and we take our time to do it right. So we just don't want to send you anything because that represents us and where we come from. So whatever we send you is going to be official tissue. And you're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. And you're going to recommend it to your friends and coworkers to actually purchase for themselves. But uh, we appreciate you. Continue to follow us. And Triple C, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, we're going to give you something that, like, you can wear to uh, Target or the club. <laughs> Facts. Or the club. Facts. I'm serious. Facts. The quality. The quality is, is there. It's going luxury. It's going luxury. With Dre and Big H. The quality, trust me. And I'm bougie, so you already know how I'm coming. Both of them ain't playing. Kicking it back. All right, so So, my man Mayo, what's up? um, He said um, uh, he's becoming a new officer. Nice. So what was um, welcome? What was the um, what was new? um, What what was a new officer, and how um, has it um, impacted your career? So what was it like being a new officer? Who who wants to go first? I'll let our supervisor go first, Rashid. Yes, sir. I'll go first. What made you? What made you? Just repeat the question again. I'm sorry. Sure. So um, uh, he's becoming a new <laughs> officer. Um, what was it like um, being a new officer, and and how and how did it impact your career from then until now? I would just say like uh, whoever when you was you, a cop. My man, I'm talking chill. There we go. <laughs> right. so, uh, <laughs> he's a supervisor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Honestly, whoever you work with, talking just, talking to Mike, bro. Just take the best parts of who you're working with. You might not like their style, but you're going to work with different people. Just take whatever style you like. You could take little parts from every person you work with and make it into your own style. Because some people you might work with that you may be like, oh, I don't know if I want to work with them. Some people you be like, they're perfect. So take a little bit from everybody and make it into your own style. That's what I did. So... No, it's dope. So you, no took a little, so you took a little bit of everybody. A little bit of everybody because no one's perfect. Was working. Yes, yeah. sir. Because no one's perfect. Some people you might like their style. You'd be like, oh, I like how they do car stops. I like how they speak to people on the street. Some people you might not like it, but just take a little bit from everybody and make it into your own style. That's all. That's it. Yep. And be humble. Number one thing be <laughs> humble. Yeah. Humble. For me, I, I mean, I will, I will start from uh, what I always say if it wasn't for age. I probably wouldn't be here right now because I'd probably be sued. H calm me down. H made me see <laughs> the, the, um, can I say it? H made me see the overtime aspect of it <laughs> and say, yo, preserve your energy yeah. for the overtime. So for me, yeah, it was definitely that. I mean, I was never like a bully, but I was ready, like, my thing was always like, if I show up to a call and I feel like this person's taking advantage of this person, that's what really, like, I'm a protector at the end of the day. I will protect anybody that I love. But when, and I will always say this, 
H was the reason why I converted or changed my police style. So that at that point, I realized, hey, man, like, stop with all the heavy-handed things. And let's just chill. Let's just vibe out. Let's just de-escalate. Let's just help people. I mean, I always, I wanted to help people, but I thought helping people was removing the problem of, you know, who's who's the bad guy? And I'm going to hit him, boom, 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 and then remove him. But H was like, hey, let's de-escalate. Let's talk things through. And this was one of the biggest things that I learned when I was a rookie. I mean, I'm. Was I a rookie? I had two years on the job when we first started riding together. But H was the biggest reason. And I always say this. I have no problem. He was Fam, the, you're still a rookie. Oof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Ten years in, I'm still a rookie. And with that being said, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, nah, but H, H was the one that, um, and that's why I hold H. Like, Rod's my right-hand man. H is my life I had. And that's why and that's why I always say that H here in Baltimore City was the one that changed my police style and saved my career. And that's I owe it up to him. So be humble, listen to certain people. Cause if I didn't listen to H, I would be like, ah, whatever. Who knows what kind of mess I would have been in. But because I did, boom, I'm here. I appreciate you, bro. Of but, course, um, bro. I'm sorry to be. Uh, no, that's that's sucking you off like that. No, nah, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I'm proud of you, though. I got a lot of energy. Thank you. He's <laughs> losing <laughs> it. He's losing it. Nah, but um, hit myself. There we go. We good. But uh, I would tell um. Chris, what are you doing? You cut me off. You good, bro? All right. Good, good. Uh, Mayo, um, just be humble and take your time and learn the job. Work. Take your time. You know you're gonna you're gonna deal with a lot of squad mates. You're gonna deal with a lot of different personalities. You're gonna deal with some people that are disgruntled with the job, but they're not going nowhere. They just want to complain, but they still go and get that check. But if you you know what, and it's good that you see that too. Because it's a lot of adversity that you're going to have to deal with. And that's a great thing because you get a front row ticket, front row seat ticket to it. And you get exposed to it, and it's okay. You take the good with the bad. Everybody that you come in contact with, a lot of try to go to the senior officers because the senior officers, they're, they're seasoned for a minute. They've been there. They know how things work. I know some OICs, and that's officers in charge, that know how to run a complete shift by themselves and they don't even have the stripes to do it. But supervisors rely on them heavy Dolomite. because it makes their job easier. So take your time, learn from that individual, learn from a group of people, see the good things, see the bad things, because that's only going to make you a better fine tuning officer. Once you get in that role and you start playing that role and you go out there and serve whatever community you're going to serve. But with that being said, just be smart. Always listen to your sixth sense. I'm saying the Lord gave us two eyes, two ears, and one mouth for a reason. So take your time, learn, and you'll be fine. And it's a it's a phenomenal job. It's a phenomenal career. And uh, I wouldn't I if I could do it all over again, I, I probably would do it sooner. As soon as I got out of college, 
I just scrapped the football thing and just said, you know what? Let me go do the law enforcement thing. But that's uh, dope. Enjoy it, bro. Enjoy the ride because it's going to get rocky. It's going to get bumpy. And don't let politics or nothing shade your vision because you're going to have a blast, wonderful time. And you're going to blossom into the career. And you find out what units you want to do if you want to go to a specialized unit, if you want to do detective work, if you want to do arson. There's so many varieties you could do in the police, in the police department. To you, to where you can groom and just advance, and just and just glide, and and just and, and teach another person like you did. You know what I mean? A new a newcomer comes on board, groom them, give them the gems to the job because they appreciate it more than you think, and that goes a long way. Oh, keep yeah, following. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Oh yeah, we we appreciate that. That's okay. awesome. All right, what's next, baby? Um, I'm gonna uh uh. Double back to a question yesterday. A little, um, little light and fun um, from Double R, Double Y, Triple A, Triple N, Ryan. Um, and we answered it yesterday, but to Ra, what's your favorite cop movie? To you. Nice. Me? Damn. Last night we said, uh, what we said? Uh, I think we said Lethal Weapon. And, lethal uh, Weapon. No, nah, but, I, but I topped it off with Heat, son. Oh, heat. You said Heat. heat. Yes, lethal sir. Weapon. He said, um, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop was the, the one that Bragg said. Oh, uh, Bragg and the watch. Said, and the watch. And the watch. Ooh, and the watch is legit. Name something different. Wow. Cop movie? Best cop movie? Favorite cop movie? And the mic, baby. You, you got to talk in the mic. Yeah. Favorite you, cop you. movie? I would say Beverly Hills Cop, but you guys already said it, so. No, that's no, no, fine. I told, I told yeah. him, like, me and you, we watched that, and we were like, this is what we're going to do. Gonna Absolutely. That. That was basically the uh, the movie that made us want to become cops growing up. So uh, I have to go with Beverly Hills Cop. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it right yeah, there. That's yeah, the one hundred percent. Yes, yo, Axel Foley was the truth, bro. I, yes. I mean Eddie Axel Murphy Foley. was. Wow. He was Detroit detective all day, Jack. Legit. There was Beverly one Hills. that. There was the one that I said that like, wow, we were That was it. How about, how about Die Hard? Oh, Die Hard was legit too. Uh, Bruce Willis was amazing. What was the one with, with Samuel? Police Academy, you can't forget about that too. That Police right. Academy was Police comedy. Academy. Yeah, was oh dope. my goodness! <laughs> how about how about you know, but that hard? That hard was the, the joint when the, when he was in New York City. The Christmas, Christmas Eve. No, the one in New York City, and it was in Samuel Jackson. Remember? Samuel Jackson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was three. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's I dope. Mean, I mean, that was dope. So, that, so 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 uh, Beverly Hills Cop for you. Yes, that's how you know I wasn't lying last night. <laughs> what what up, All right, what else, Triple C? So we're going into um, Silverback News. What we got? What we got? So we're going to get into um, right now. Um, this is from policeone.com. dot um, 49 cops were injured in an organized Jeez. attack at a Chicago protest. That's insane. Mob action deliberately sought to injure officers, the Chicago police um, superintendent said. This was from 21st of July, 2020. Um, Chicago police superintendent David Brown said Monday morning that officers were um, will wear full protective gear when assigned to future protests after agitators hijacked a protest Friday against uh, the Christopher Columbus statue in Grant Park, injuring 49 police officers. 
Um, and as the story goes on, it um, devolved into a very dangerous situation in which mob actions deliberately sought to injure officers, provoke retaliation and damage property. Forty nine of the officers were injured. Um, luckily, um, and thank God, none of them were um, seriously which, injured. But um, they said that um, this is from police one. Um, it was distributed frozen bottles of water, rocks, explosive devices, and they were thrown at officers using sharpened PVC pipes as a weapon um, Sarge how would you handle that I mean me personally Sarge how would you handle that when it comes to protesting there shouldn't be any type of damaging property there shouldn't be any type of injuring people to me that's not peaceful protest in my opinion if you're peacefully protesting you're not injuring people you're not, injur- you're not like destroying property there's no type of destruction of anything you MLK protest. never did it this way I'm okay. Jesse Jackson never did it this way. Mm. I'm sorry. When they came up in their time, it was a lot worse than what it is now. Mm-hmm. They never came to doing what they're doing now. I'm sorry. This is just not protesting. This is rioting. In my sorry. opinion, protesting is like protesting, getting your 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 message. Your message across is not about destroying property, burning buildings, uh, destroying like spray painting. To me, that's not protesting i'm sorry this is just a rioting in my opinion that's crazy so it's an excuse to riot. yeah it's just an excuse to me this is not protesting so so yo being the un nypd supervisor how was it the last couple of days with everything going on in the NYPD? i mean i haven't been around but i i can just imagine that it's just been out of control but i'm not there to speak i haven't been there but in my professional opinion in my personal opinion this protesting is doing it peacefully. You don't have to destroy property. You don't have to burn buildings. You don't have to burn cars. MLK and Jesse Jackson and those people didn't do it this way. They did it. Just this is not the way they did it. They did it in a peaceful way. They got their message across, and guess what? They got their point across. Yo, and because who, of those people, we got it done. Who, who are the it. type of people protesting though? From what you see, I mean, I I, I can't really tell you, but. The people protesting aren't really, I'm not going to say much, but the people protesting shouldn't be protesting, just in my opinion. The people protesting, would you say, is like, I mean, you could be honest. It's not the people that live in that community. They don't. The people that protest aren't living in that same community. Okay. Because I run into people that live in the same community that I grew up in, and they aren't the one protesting. So, I mean, people need to protest. If they're going to protest, they need to protest peacefully. It's not about burning down the same neighborhood you live in. Correct. That's not the way to do it. Just not. But these people, they're not burning down the neighborhood that they live in because they don't live in that neighborhood. They don't. Because the people that live in that neighborhood aren't protesting. Exactly. Exactly. So the people that, that are protesting need to understand that they're destroying neighborhoods that don't live in. A lot of people that live in these neighborhoods, I grew up with a lot of these people, and they're not protesting this way. They're not. They're not burning not so, the same. Sorry, how, do, how do you ensure that you're um so like if this were um in New York and um and we were under you, what would be some of the things that you would tell like your um the, the people under you before they go out or what were some of the things that you would prepare them for? It's kinda hard to say because New York is such a big city. There's eight million people that live in New York. So it's kinda hard to like I have to, you know, I I speak to people, I tell them, listen, just just Protect yourself and protect the people around you. Don't go too much out of your area because it's just, 
It's hard. It's hard. So you have to protect the people that are around you and the people that are that that uh that are near you at that time. You know, so it's kinda hard. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the brass the brass of that department put their officers in a bad situation. Mm. Because regardless to any protest, you're supposed to have you're supposed to be suited and booted and have your right gear ready on hand if shit get out of control. You shouldn't allow forty nine officers to get burnt because you didn't allow them to have their gear ready and available. Mm. It don't take two minutes. It don't take three minutes to put your gear on, full gear. So they should have had their riot gear on hand at all times. Any riot, I don't care. What's going on now this day and age in policing, you're going to get some people that are for police and they just want to protest, and I'm all for that. But if it turns south, you got to have your right gear ready to rock and roll. And there's nothing to get into and form a skirmish line or whatever line you want to form to get busy. You know what I'm saying? So Chicago, I blame their brass for not having their officers ready and prepared for that because there's no way in the world when these times is going on, your officers are not prepared and ready to go. If it's got to go to zero to six, if it's got to go from zero to 100 immediately. And we want peaceful protesting. I agree with the movement. Me being an African black man and Cuban, holla. Hello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but Hello. at the end of the day, you got to be tactful mm-hmm. with police. So we handle things differently. And we're professional enough to deal with anything that comes our way because we're, we're trained and we're prepared that way. I don't think those officers were prepared and ready for that riot or that protest, that turn riot, because 49 officers were injured. Mm-hmm. So, you know, next time, just be better prepared. No doubt. What are any stories y'all can share where um, things kind of flip that way? And, you know, whether it be funny or even if it's not, if it's something that we're like, I mean, it's, you know, because like can, you said, you can see. We can take it back to the to the Freddie Gray riots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. What about it? We didn't have we didn't have gear. Mm-hmm. We had shields. Mm-hmm. That's Nothing. it. And at the end of the day, I'm like, whatever. What's up? It is what it is. Because at yeah. the end of the day, I'm yeah. going home. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about rocks. I'm not worried about bottles. I got a shield. That's good enough for me. I'll block all that. Mm-hmm. And if I get, you know, if I get, you know, if I get scraped with something, it, it come with the territory. When you wear this badge, you inherit everything that come with it, the good and the bad. So that's another hat that you got to put on. Oh, we're in riot again now. Okay, well, this is what we're doing, no doubt. I'm taking this eight point off. We're about to get busy. You hear me? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, you just got to, it's, 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 it's the it's the fight in that dog. Either you're gonna be prepared for it, or you're just gonna be there and take whatever comes with it. You know what I'm saying? And as a department, five years later, we are so ahead of the game right now. And that's why, you know, when you get into consent decrees that we've been in, our department is totally different now. The landscaping and policing that we're doing now, other departments need to, they're trying to replicate what we're doing because mm-hmm. we've been doing this, how we're policing now. Everything's been revamped five years ago. Okay. So this is modern day policing. This is how policing should be done. And it's just, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be some bad, some rotten apples, some bad apples that just do things that are just stupid. Like when we spoke about the, uh, the, the gentleman that shouldn't have been arrested at, at the Walmart, mm-hmm. he bought his son a bike. Test, te, you know, test drive. Don't you test drive a car before you purchase it? Mm-hmm. Yep. He had a bicycle for his son. He's telling the officer, I have the receipt in my pocket. Why are you arresting me? And the officers tase him. Like, that's, that's too much. There's no need for that. That's ridiculous. 
See, and it's past the badge. That goes into an individual. I don't know that officer. But maybe he's dealing with something emotionally. Maybe he's not sure of himself and he's got to do that and lash out to mess with somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I agree when we said uh, in, our, in episode 30 that every year officers should get a fit for duty. Mm-hmm. They should be evaluated just mm-hmm. to make sure they're mentally stable. And they should, and they should, you know, get a fitness test. I think that's pre- that, that's amazing. You know how many officers get out of shape? Yep. You know what I mean? And, and this job, we go through a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot that you go through. It's a lot that you see. Mentally, it's, it's not for the average normal person. It's not. We got to uphold the law. We got to deal with people that have their own issues and just don't care. And they hate the badge. They hate the uniform. So we got to deal with all that. We got to deal with trauma, cuttings, shootings, babies being killed, people being mm. killed. You know what I'm saying? People committing suicide. How do you feel going to a house? You get a call for a suicide. You get right. there. Person blew, blew their whole face off and he's sitting in the chair. And you're the first one on scene. You can't, you got, you got to make the scene deemed safe for the medics just to come in and pronounce that body. Damn. So you're the first line for everything. Yeah. So imagine going, <laughs> you're on that call for about two hours until, you know, until homicide come, medical examiners yeah. come get the body. Then you got to notify the family. When the family get there, you got to deal with them. You what emotion, how are they feeling? You know what's crazy? Yeah. They're asking you. Why he did this? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just showing up. So being mm-hmm. there to have empathy and tell him, listen, I'm here. I'm okay. You know, yeah, I got you. You know, if anything I could do to help you. You know what I mean? To comfort them. An hour later, you back out on the streets handling calls. Wow. What if next call you got is a rape a little girl? Wow. Or you find a drug dealer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So simple. You find a drug dealer. So what we do, it's not fit for the average person. They're not going to have the mental capacity to deal with what we deal in day in day. And then on top of that, when I'm off, I got to change my face. Because guess what? I'm going home now. Yeah, you change your diapers. I got kids. I got a wife. Wow. I got a dog. You you pulling up Disney... You know what I'm saying? Disney, Disney passwords up on TV. Word. I'm watching. I'm watching. It. I've been. I, I must have the new Adams Family movie. I must have watched that like 200 times already. So. <laughs> but you know what? I don't care. That's right. what my daughter's like. Guess right. what? We watching the Adams Every Family. Day. Watching it, baby. And got, daddy, you, you know what? Now. And dad, I know everything. Daddy gonna laugh. <laughs> yep. Even the song with the Migos. Yeah. Family, family, <laughs> family, family. Like y'all know that by heart. Right. But you know what? Like it's new. It's about their. It's about their faces. And my wife face when I walk through that door. Yeah. Once this uniform is off and it's in the locker and I'm going home, I'm smiling. I'm the same old daddy. And it's a lot. Yo, it's a lot with this job. A lot of people don't know that at all. So that's why this podcast was created. Here we are. What else we got? Here we are. I'm Um, cooking. You hear me? Bong. Boom, boom, boom. We got um, um, Detroit police chief orders officers to intervene against fellow cops. Um, The director from Chief James uh, Craig allows the agency to immediately enact uh, um, policy change. So Detroit police um, officers now have a duty to intervene if they see uh, wrongdoing by fellow cops. 
uh, under an executive order announced Thursday by the chief of uh, by the by the city's police chief. Um, I know we've spoken about this before and uh, we spoke about it a little bit off camera, but um, can y'all elaborate on um, what we were talking about is not only is this, um, you know, well, first, how do you feel and do you think um, it'll save um, people? You know, like, for example, when you look at the um, the, the George Floyd situation, um, the individual was their field training officer and, uh, and he had 15 years on. So for a lot of people, regardless of whether people think a person is a police officer or not personality wise, like you were just talking about person. Some people may not feel like they're strong enough to just step up and say something. Does this help or does it hurt? Can I go first? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't work for him. So I don't care. You know why? Because if you're doing something crazy, I don't need you to tell me, oh, my God, you're obligated to say that. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because the type of person that I am, the type of person that we all are, the type of person that we work with, I'm going to stop you no matter what. So I'm going to stop you before he even gets crazy. This dude, he's he's a clown. He's just trying to make the news. And that's it. He's trying to make the news. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take it a step further. Thank you. What we saw with the, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a human thing. Yep. You, know, you you don't have to go through an academy to to Here's to know. You can't put your knee on the back of somebody's neck, bro. No, you can't. Nobody can. And he's cuffed. He's already restrained. It's a wrap. That's it. It's over. Game he's not, over. bro. That's he's it. not kicking. He's not fighting you. He's telling you, I can't break. I just I just don't get that. And if you don't do nothing about it, you're standing by. Yep. As three other officers stand. You're part of the problem, bro. Any human can tell. They had 15 civilians. T- Yo, the man cannot breathe. Any officer can be like, well, let me turn around so I can get a better vision to see if he, you know what I mean? Yo, get your knee off that man's neck. Like, I just don't get that. Like, we pro-police, but we pro-police for police that do the right stuff. These animals deserve to get the book thrown at them. All four of them. Because you sat there and you allowed it to happen. You don't got to be a new officer to know that. You have to do that, bro. You here to serve, protect, and preserve life. And that's the foundation for a- any department. Yep. Any department. So, yo, you, if it don't look right, yo, Chip, what are you doing? You got you got your knee on his neck, bro. He can't breathe. What's wrong with you? Even if, you if, even if you got to throw your partner off of him, off that individual, he's restrained. He's in cuffs. What more can he do to you but curse you out? Okay, and? You got to have thick skin. Professional. That's your job. So, I mean, I don't know this. Uh, you know, the, is he the chief? Yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe he wants, maybe he's, he's got to implement that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that police department. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. But if he had to implement it, you know, kudos to them. But with me, it goes without saying, you got to do something if you see something wrong. People call us, it's not snitching. Because if you don't say nothing, then you become a part of that problem. Holla. And Ooh. then they going to be coming to your house with civil lawsuits. Taking all, taking everything you own, so you might want to change that and be a part and be a part of the change and, and redirect somebody or tighten their ass up if they get beside themselves. Yeah, but I, if you yeah, don't, you're yeah, gonna yeah. get jammed up. Yeah, he's wearing a turtleneck. Oh. 
All right, Bucking, it's hot out there, fam. Relax. Turn that Detroit. You got a blue suit on. It's hot. It's hot. Rob, what you think? Oh, what you think, Rob? I agree 100%. If someone's doing something wrong, you, you pull them to the side. Listen, it is what it is. Stop. Because it affects everybody at the end of the day. So I'm with H, 100%. What? Do y'all think it's going to... Um, do you think it's going to have any um, any drawback from it or drawback from what from from him trying to from what you all are saying? Like I mean, this is supposed to happen. Yeah, because because like you're saying, if it's supposed it's, to happen, you know what? It's supposed to happen. But, you know, maybe it got to this point with the police department to where it has to be implemented, implemented to let people know you're going to be accountable for your actions. So you have to adhere to this. You know what I'm saying? That comes with the book of policing from the beginning. Everybody's got not just the laws. Everybody's got their policies that they got to adhere to. Once you sign, oath, I'm a police officer. This is your this is your book. This is your Bible of how you got to conduct yourself at all times. So maybe you know maybe he really wants that implemented now. You know I don't know what they're going through, but you know I think that I think that's a life thing. I think that's 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 something that. Should be ingrained in you from the beginning. Like personally, I don't like bullies. I don't like people that take advantage of people. So that's a natural thing to help somebody. Badge or no badge, that's wrong, bro. I know that. I know they ain't training you to do that shit in the academy. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, I, I can't. I'm not mad at him. Maybe you know he just wants to make that change in his department. Kudos to him. Moved up. Moved up. So um, that's. Uh, that's everything for Silverback News. Except for the news. Yeah, my question is to Rod. Growing up with this man to you to the right. The hothead. Yeah, you got to give me one of them crazy stories because y'all dudes grew up together since diapers. That's El Picante right now. Yeah, so you got to give me one of them stories that just, one of them embarrassing stories about growing up. A.K.A. the mayor right the, here. The mayor yeah. right there. Was, How did he get that? Yo? How did he get the mayor of the Bronx? How I got that? To be honest, he knew everybody everywhere. Because it was one day I had the wait. I got a I got a funny story. I, I was one of the I was the one of the only dudes that had a fresh Avrex back in ninety eight. Ooh, back in okay. No one had an Avrex. I had an Avrex. I had Gore-Tex on. I'm chilling. Ooh. I'm fitted. Thinking I'm fly. Hey, yo. 98, probably 97, Ooh. 98. Be clear, if they don't know what he's talking about, y'all gonna have to Google that because yes, I know he was fresh with that on. I don't, forget about, don't forget about the Dolomite boots, though. Oh, yes, exactly. Fire, fire. <laughs> so I'm chilling. I'm chilling on the block, whatever. I'm, I'm out of school. I'm chilling. I'm thinking I'm cool. Some dude come up behind me, put his arm around me. He's like, yo, what's good? I say, yo, what up? He said, yo, the only reason why I'm not robbing you mm. is because of your cousin Dre. Mm. That's my man. So if it wasn't for him, that shit would have been on your, it would have been off your back. Yeah, I'm like, damn, damn, son, that's how you feel. Shit, like, yeah, damn, yeah, the guy that like, plays on. All I do is play ball. <laughs> I play ball, I whatever. Problems, bro. I'm on the varsity team. I think I'm cool, but dude was about to rock my coat. But the only reason why is because of my cousin. I just feel like it's a blessing to us to come where we came from. There's no way in hell anyone would have thought we would be where we are right now when we grew up. Like, we had cousins that ran certain sets in the Latin Kings. L literally, like, they ran certain yeah. blocks in the Latin Kings. Like, there was no way you can go in certain blocks and not run into one of our cousins because they ran the whole block. But my father would be like, that's your cousin. You got to stay away from him. 
You can't be around them. You can't grow up like them. So, honestly, if it wasn't for my father, like, my mother was into drugs heavy. So, if it wasn't for, like, I would go to Dre's house every weekend just to get away from my mother. My mother was into drugs. So, uh, I would I would go into his house every weekend and be like, I, I just wanted to get away. So, my father... My father raised so many of us, man. Like, he raised me. He raised Dre. Dre's father wasn't around. My cousin who was in the Kings, like, he was heavy in the Kings, like, selling kilo. Like, it was crazy. He he raised me. He raised Dre. He raised his brother. He raised a cousin who's a, who's a detective now, 22 years old before us. He raised so many of us. If it wasn't for my father, who knows what we'd be on right now. I see what you're doing. You're living. You're chilling. I see you with the whips. You got chicks out here. I see you with your little gold chain. He said, yo, that day is going to come. And when it comes, you're going to be alone. Your mother's not going to come see you in fucking North Dakota. And I'm like, what do you mean? What the fuck is North Dakota? What do you? I'm like, Theo, he's my father. Like his father, his father's my father. I mean, I got my father now. We cool. We bang, bang. But at the time, what that we talking about? It, he was the almighty. And he, he ran an elevator company, right? He ran an elevator company. Hard worker. Dominican. He turned down. He turned down at the time. And I'm talking about the 90s. He turned down to work. Elevators. Honest living, he said. Listen, if you're not, if if you're not gonna do that time, I'm talking about the time. I'm like, what you mean? He's like, you ain't gonna get no ass in jail, and you ain't gonna get no pizza. You ain't gonna get no everything you got right now. It's true, Russia. He's like, because <laughs> I mean, you don't want to see Big Luther. He said, yo, if you're not about that life, he told me. No, no, he told me. He said, if you're not about that life, I'ma speed up the conversation. If you're not about that life, stop doing what you're doing right now. Mm. And at that moment, I stopped everything. I said, you know what? I'm going back to school. Right. And that's it. It, it, it. I went back to school. I got my degree. There you go. There's, there's nothing else to say. When you approach like that from a G. No, but it, 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 it it's funny because, like, where we grew up is, like, not to, like, make it seem like we grew up in the worst place. We grew up in a bad place, but... Like, my mom called me a couple weeks ago, and she's like, yo, I ran into Twin, was one of my homies I grew up with. He tells my mom, yo, she, I'm happy for him. He did something I couldn't do. He made it out. Like, I wish I could have done what he did. Just hearing that from someone I grew up with, like, means the world to me, because I feel like at this time I haven't done anything in my life. I haven't done anything. But hearing that from someone I grew up with, Someone that's been through what I've been through, and it's like, yo, he made he did something for myself. He told my mom, I wish I would have done what your son did. Mm. That right there broke my heart because he was my homie. Like I love that guy. He would have done anything for me. We grew up together. And I was on a different level because I was playing ball. So I was like, you know, I wasn't with that with that street shit. Play ball. I knew everybody from the block. But these people were were like protect me like they'll be like yo that's my man leave him alone he's doing his thing he's not with that leave him alone for him to tell my mom that yo your son made it like to me that's the ultimate 
There's nothing better than that. From someone that you grew up with, be like, yo, he made it. It doesn't care what anyone else thinks because he grew up the same way I did. Section A housing, no heat in the building. You you, you have to open up your, your oven to get heat in the apartment. And like, we went different paths. You know, he went left, I went right. But at the same time, he appreciates what I did. And he, he recognized what I did. And he appreciates it. He tells my mom, I appreciate, like, I love your son. We love him. Regardless of what I do for a living. People may care. People don't give a fuck about what cops do. Fuck the cops. But guess what? I grew up in the hood. Like, people I grew up with been locked up for years. Shot people did this. But guess what? At the end of the day, they appreciate me and they love me. They don't give a fuck of what I, like, they love me because they know me. They don't give a fuck about what I do for a living. They love me as a person. So at the end of the day, that's what that matters. So all that other shit means nothing. So people talking about, oh, they fund the police. These people don't know nothing about growing up in the hood. Growing up, they love people. People love people because of who they are. These people love me because of what I do. They love me. Regardless of what I do for a living, they love me as a cop. And guess what? These people approach me, these people from the block will back me up regardless. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. So that's what it is. So I love them all. Shakespeare, Webb Ave, Kingsbridge, Mount Eden, University. Nelson Ave, University. I love you all, baby. I love you all. I love you all, baby. That's what it matters. It, was, it, was legit, really. it catches me. Yeah, that's awesome. Triple C, it took a... Uh... It took an hour f- for so for for us to let them get it out. Damn. <laughs> but yo, nah, it's, it's but ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly why this podcast was created to bring the real in, to give you the real. We're not perfect by no means, but we phenomenal what we do as a profession. What's understood doesn't need to be had. Doesn't need to be said. You heard. But at the end of the day, she I just want to say, like, for people, when you see a police officer, it's not just a badge. That person has a story. Whoever's carrying that badge, and he's on that line or whatever you're dealing with. Here's a story. If you want to take a little bit of time and get to know that person, you're going to get better service. So listen, with that being said, I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, episode 31, Silverback Chronicles podcast, your boy Big H. I got Dre, my brother, to the right of me. Proud of you, champ. Drunk a little bit tonight, but it's all good. <laughs> Triple C. <laughs> Maintaining and chilling. But listen, world, it's episode 31. We appreciate you. Be safe. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. The views and opinions expressed on the Silverback Podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department.